Good evening, witnesses, wherever you may be. My name is Toby Green, the host of this incredible podcast, uh, the We Witness Your Story podcast. And tonight, we have got an incredible story. So sit back, relax, and let it rip. The experience of buying an automobile is perhaps in human history one of the top five experiences that you can experience in the modern age. For those of you who've never had such an experience, let me break it down to you because I've been fortunate enough in my life to have had this experience. You're there at the car lot. You're there with a salesperson. You see the car that you really want. And in a flash of your eyes, you can see everything that you've ever wanted to be, the person you want to be, because they're not actually selling you a car at the dealership. They're actually selling you a vision of how you wish you could be. That's what they're selling you. Do you want to be a, do you want to be a hero? Do you want to be the cool guy picking up all the girls or the cool girl who all the boys want to be with? Do you want to be the responsible parent who's making sure that your kids are getting to where they need to be? It doesn't matter what you want to be. It is the dream that they sell you in the car lot. And that is powerful. That is the powerful dream of salesmanship. So imagine that you are sitting there in a car lot on just a typical day, and out of nowhere, shots ring out. Now, keep in mind, let's add a little bit more spice to this story. Imagine you were there with your children. Imagine that your children are with you, and these shots ring out from all over the place. How would you react? What would you do in that moment? And this is what this podcast, the We Witness Your Story podcast, is all about. It is about that moment, that wrinkle in time where the people whose stories that we witness did something amazing. And I want to share with you a story of a man named Anthony Johnson, a painter. Now, I'd love to tell you Now, I'd love to tell you, a painter, a painter who likely had saved his money, who had put it aside in order to be at a car dealership on just a typical day. So I'm going to read this story to you, and I will most likely bounce around because this was found in People. I will be attaching this to the podcast episode so you can see it, but it really is a moving story. People Magazine, heroic dad gets fired from two jobs after shielding his kids in a Bronx car dealership shooting. Anthony Johnson was fired from his job as a head painter and as a construction worker construction worker due to his sustained injuries from the incident, his wife said. A father of three has been let go from his two jobs after sustaining multiple injuries while shielding his three kids from a shooting at a car dealership. Anthony Dave Jefferson, I'm sorry, Anthony Davidson. 
<laughs> Anthony Jefferson was at a Bronx car dealership with his children Monday when three suspects fired multiple shots into the building, TMZ report. When the first bullet shattered the dealership's window, Anthony sprung into action to protect his children. Six years old, five years old, and two. Anthony shielded his kids with his body and was shot three times, twice in the boot and once in the right thigh, according to a GoFundMe page set up for Anthony's family. Anthony previously worked as a head painter at a maintenance company and a construction worker in New York City. In the interview with TMZ, his wife did not reveal the name of the specific companies. The father of three has since been discharged from the hospital, but will require further surgery to remove the bullets still in his leg. Not only does Anthony require extra care, but the family also hopes to send their three children to therapy as they are beyond traumatized from the incident, according to the GoFundMe page. Danica said that her children do not want to sleep, do not want to go outside, and are crying in their sleep. Why did the man shoot my daddy? The GoFundMe page was launched by Anthony's friend Serena Wingate on Thursday in just one day. The fundraiser, gratefully, has raised more than $16,000 of its $24,000 go. The GoFundMe is to help this heroic dad with his medical bills and his kids with therapy. So what are your thoughts? Why wasn't this story a national story? Tonight, I am issuing this podcast. I'm working on this podcast on the evening of a debate, and not once did any of them bring up Anthony Johnson's story. None of them did. Our Democratic presidential nominee and our Republican nominee, none of them could talk about anything real for two seconds. It had to be this BS. It had to be, it had to be about who, who was not letting who finish. And who was interrupting who. And it had to be theatrics. Because Anthony Johnson didn't figure into any of their stories. I feel two ways when I read Anthony's story. The first way I feel is immense pride and respect for Anthony and his family and I deeply hope that his children receive all the care that they do and that Anthony recovers. This was a senseless act that made no sense. And again, I want to say this about the podcast because I think it bears in mind. I'm going to say it on every podcast and you folks who are listening along, it's I feel like a broken record. These stories are not about whether or not I don't care whether or not these people are good people otherwise in their life. I don't care what Anthony did the rest of his life. I don't care if Anthony goes tomorrow, robs a bank, and goes on a killing spree. I don't care. It has nothing to do with this moment in time. I don't care what he did. I don't care if he killed a frog with a baseball bat when he was 12. I don't care. Okay? And I say this because we are all devils and angels every time of our life. All of us are. You're an angel and a devil all at once. But here in this moment, I have so much respect for this single moment in time in which Anthony stepped up and saved his kid's 
life. These kids are alive in the world. These kids could go on to become the next Albert Einstein. These kids could go on and become the pinnacle of the human race. Or these kids could end up working in a dead-end job until they're 70 years old and retire and have, have nothing in their life. Or whatever, whatever that experience is, it doesn't matter. For here and now, this is what happened. And this is all that matters. The here and the now is what matters. So I have a simple question. Why does Anthony need a GoFundMe? And what civilization is this even remotely? A correct thing where everyone else in the society has to pitch together and give money. We pay billions of dollars in taxes. All of us do. And we pay so much money. And by the way, 57% of those funds go to the Defense Department so that they can build a new bomber and figure out ways to kill each other. But Anthony here, who saves his kid's life, has to beg, has to beg for a community. What the hell do we pay taxes for? Seriously, what do you pay taxes for? I don't mean to be despairing. I don't I, and I don't want to um, stop anybody for giving, for, from giving to his GoFundMe. Please give to his GoFundMe. The dude seems like a good dude. His family needs all the love and support. I don't want, if, if you hear this story, read it, and you want to give, please do. I'm not trying to say that. I'm just trying to make the point that we give to a government that should be taking care of Anthony. That's all. That's my whole political point. Anthony shouldn't have to worry about medical bills. And by the way, the companies that fire him, screw you. You fire a father who gets shot protecting his three kids. You lay him off. And I, and I, by the way, folks, I know the construction industry. I know how fly by night it is. I know it's always on to the next job. And I'm certain that New York City is the same way. But screw you as well, you heartless jerks. I don't understand. Somebody make me understand. Somebody sit me down and say, Toby, here's why the world is the way it is. See, you got to understand that these companies, they need somebody to do Anthony's job. And Anthony's out sick. And, and because they don't have any sick time policy or anything reasonable in construction, Anthony has to be laid off. But it's not that bad. The newspapers are making it out. He'll get unemployment. He'll get this thing or that thing. Screw you. They're... There should be a time and a place in this country, even under capitalism, even under this rotten system that we call capitalism, there should be a time and place in which a father who saves his three kids is helped by his employer. His employer doesn't go, well, we got to send it to HR and send it to those dummies. That's not what should happen. And I apologize because I'm not trying to use Anthony's story to make some political point here. This isn't about Democrat, Republican, or whatever. This is about the fact of what's right and what's wrong. That's all it's about. And if you can't see that, bless your heart. Folks, these stories are not just feel-good knee-jerk stories. These aren't stories meant to prop up the world the way it is. I didn't start this podcast to to prop up things. I meant to say that if Anthony Johnson cannot get the love and respect that he needs, then something is deeply, deeply wrong with our world. And, and, And the employers owed him something. The government owes him something. The people who shot him should be brought to justice. And those kids should never have to worry about a thing in their lives again. That 
would be justice. That would be correct. This story has a happy ending, I guess. The GoFundMe went viral. Anthony Johnson's fund GoFundMe went from $16,000 to almost $277,000. And once again, I say about this podcast, there are good people in this world, and bless their heart, and whoever gave to it across the globe cared about this individual, and it's wonderful. Um... So, yay! <laughs> Story's over. He's, he's got a quarter of a million. Let's be real. That money's going to be gone pretty quickly. It's, it's not nearly... It, it's, it might buy them a home if they're lucky, or <laughs> I don't know what the prices are in New York City. Maybe it'll get them a quarter of a home. It's still chump change. It'll get them through a little bit of time, and it's really good. So I don't want... I, I feel bad because I'm like, wow, incredible, the story went viral, and maybe it'll get up to whatever. Folks, I just want to be really clear again to you as people. This podcast is about honoring these stories. And the reason I got to 277,000 was as of two days ago, who knows what it is now. It might be, who knows, maybe it'll be half a million. It, it, it's not a monetary issue. The fact of the matter is if this man had no GoFundMe, he would be screwed. But even beyond that, even even beyond whatever else, There's no reason that he should have had to take a GoFundMe to begin with. And that's my anger tonight. That's my anger in this whole podcast. We have a serious problem globally when it takes a GoFundMe to take care of another human being. We pay, uh, the average American worker pays 30% taxes. The average American or the average person overseas, 45-50% around that. Maybe I'm off. But they pay a ton of money in taxes. What's the point of these taxes if it's not going to go take care of people like Anthony? What's the point? Is the point that Lockheed Martin is going to get another uh, another tank to bomb somebody with? And their defense contractors in Colorado are going to sit there and have another party? Is that the point? Is that what all this is about? Is that what existence is about? Is how quickly we can bomb another person? Anyways, I digress. I don't, I don't mean to get political because this story is about Anthony... And I'm happy that him and his family were told. But, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm happy that their story is getting out globally. And this little podcast is going to be a ripple. It's, it's going to be nothing. But I want to still say it. Because it needs to be said. That there is something really screwy right now. When a person like Anthony Johnson, who's taking care of his family, needs to go to a GoFundMe needs to have all this stuff done. He's got three small children that are traumatized. There just seems to be something incredibly wrong with that. Before we begin uh, to close out the show, I referred to Anthony Jefferson as Anthony Johnson. I apologize for that. I get carried away sometimes. So uh, apologies. 
I don't want to re-record it and give you something phony because the emotion of what I was saying is really what's important here. So I'm not going to re-edit this and re-record it to be like, oh, God, I got the... Anthony Jefferson, my apologies to you and your family for, for mispronouncing your name. I end the podcast by saying this about Anthony and about this situation. Anthony Jefferson, we witnessed your story. You are a hero. And I want to say thank you from a father to another father. You are every... I look up to you as what a father should do in that situation. You were selfless. You cared about your three babies. And as a human being, as a person, I never want to be in that situation, not even close. But if I ever am, I want to be very clear that I hope I have one-tenth of the courage. So Anthony Jefferson... We witness your story. We honor your story. And thank you for being an amazing human being at this moment in time.